Welcome to today's podcast from Coastline Calvary Chapel in Gulf Breeze, Florida. We hope this message encourages you and brings light into your life. All right, good morning. Thanks for joining us on the internet. You know, even though we might be in quarantine, this is Palm Sunday, and they certainly were not at that time and that day in Israel. A large crowd is packed along the road. They're, they're, they're leading up to the city of Jerusalem and they're cheering, they're applauding, they're, they're excited and they're welcoming Jesus. In Matthew chapter 21, it, it tells us this in verse 9, the multitudes who went before are those who follow them. They cried out, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. See, most of the people had heard about Jesus. They knew about his teachings. They knew about his miracles. They, they were astounded by him. But in reality, many had never seen him before. But now he's making a very, very public entrance into the city of Jerusalem. I mean, his fame had spread all over Israel because of what he's done, his miracles, his, his great acts and feats. But never had they seen him before like this publicly. There's no Instagram, there's no TV, there's no posters or pictures or newspapers in that day. So people are curious. They want to see Jesus. And now here he is in person. And Jesus shows up. I mean, we know the story of Palm Sunday. He shows up uh, riding on a donkey. And if there had been like news journalists there that day, the Jerusalem Post, so to speak, there would have been words printed like moving and inspiring and emotional and exciting and joyful and powerful. People would still be talking about it the next day. They would be saying things like, wow, did you see the crowd? Did, did you see Jesus? I, I saw him personally. I mean, it, it, was, it was a crazy day. It tells us in verse 8 of the same Matthew 21 that a great multitude spread their clothes on the road. They cut down branches from the trees and spread them in front of him. It, it was like a way of kind of paving the way of making him seem special, showing honor and attention. And, and a lot of people today in, in our culture, you know, they, they, they speak well of Jesus. They applaud him. But that crowd in that day, well, they didn't stay loyal. They certainly didn't continue to honor Jesus. They, they turned on him. And a lot of people today, you know, they have a Bible, they, they wear a cross, they, they have all kinds of things where they, they speak of Jesus in a special way, a lot of excitement, sometimes mixed with superstition and sometimes mixed with, well, excitement, but not a stable faith, not a lasting faith. And, and one thing I want to focus on today, this Palm Sunday, as we're walking through this pandemic and looking at the scriptures is a faith that's true, a faith that continues in light of circumstances or situations. I mean, today we have a lot of uncertainty. We have a lot of anxiety, a lot of pressure due to this virus, due to this crazy situation. So listen to God's word. I want to read to you that prophecy from Zechariah chapter 9, 
verse 9, where it says, Rejoice greatly, O daughter of Zion. Shout, O daughter of Jerusalem. Behold, your king is coming to you. He's just and having salvation, lowly and riding on a donkey, a colt, the foal of a donkey. Zechariah starts off and he's, he's talking about that which is to come. He's looking forward to this day in Jerusalem when the Messiah would show up. And he says, rejoice, your king has come. Zechariah is prophesying about what will be. God sent his son as a king. Now, you and I are, are looking back to that time when the king comes. He has already come. God sent his son. The prophecy was fulfilled. And you and I have this strange circumstance going on in our life right now. But the prophecy is true. Your king has come. We don't face uncertainty alone. We, we don't have to go through this circumstance by ourselves. He is with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. So as we look at this amazing prophecy from Zechariah, the first thing I want to see and the first thing I want to point out is you're not alone. Jesus has come. He, the promise of Palm Sunday is this, your king has come. You never have to be alone. It also says in Zechariah chapter 9 that not only did your king come, but it also says that he is righteous. Behold, your king is coming to you. He's just and having salvation. This is a, a, a just king that came, a king of righteousness. Your, your king is there and he will bring righteousness or, or justice, so to speak. And that brings great comfort and joy to those who've been the object of injustice. Maybe you're listening to this and you've gone through something in your life that, that you feel you've been mistreated or bruised or you've been uh, manipulated in some way. And many people can, can lose their sense of hope, their sense of joy because of being lied about or cheated or, or deceived. Now, now, this is the story. This is what Zechariah says to us, rejoice, your king comes, and he's a king of justice, he's a king of righteousness. And, and I say that to say this, you can trust the results to him. He will set things right. You don't have to always go back and try to seek revenge yourself. In fact, in Romans chapter 12, it says, vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. I will repay. You can leave room for God's righteousness and not try to take everything into your own hands. Don't try to get even. Here's what he's saying, and Israel knew what this was like. He's saying, your king is righteous. Now, we all experience hurt and injustice in life. And he says, rejoice, your king is righteous. Not only is he with us, but he's also righteous. And then it goes on to say that he's, he's lowly, or, or you could really say he's, he's gentle. In Hebrews chapter 4, verse 15, it tells us, for we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our own weakness, but was in all points tempted as we are without sin. He comes in this king and he's lowly. 
and he's gentle. Jesus was a man of sorrows and grief. Jesus knows from his own experience of suffering. And he has the gentleness of someone who knows and has been there. He's been there. He, he tells us, the scripture does, that a bruised reed he will not break. Jesus knows what it's like to be bruised. He's been through it. He, he wept at a friend's grave, Lazarus. Jesus knew what it was like to, to have no place to lay his head. He was poor. Jesus grew up as a poor individual. He was betrayed by friends. He was abandoned by his disciples. He was hated by his own kinsmen or his own countrymen. Here's what Zechariah says. Rejoice in a king that knows how to be gentle with those who suffer. In this Palm Sunday prophecy that Zechariah looked forward to and we look back to, here's some of the things that it's saying. Number one, we're not alone. Your king has come. Number two, he's righteous. He'll set things right. And number three, he's gentle. He knows what it's like to suffer and he'll stand with you in the midst of your situation. It also says that he comes riding on a donkey. See, if a king came riding on a horse, then he was riding in to make war. But to come on a donkey means that he comes in peace. And Zechariah is saying that he's coming as the, the prince or, if you will, the king of peace. He doesn't come against us. He's not out to get us. God sent his son to love us. In fact, in the Gospel of John, it says God so loved the world that he sent his only begotten son, not to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. He came to bring peace between you and I and God. Jesus said, in this world, you will have trouble. You will have tribulation. Boy, as we watch the news, it's, it's all around us. But he said, my peace I give you, not as the world gives. So Zechariah says it this way, rejoice in this. The Lord Jesus Christ, the King of glory, comes into the city, comes into our lives to bring peace. And the Bible describes it as a peace that passes all understanding. So listen to this prophecy on Palm Sunday that was given to us through the great prophet Zechariah. Rejoice greatly, O daughter of Zion. Shout, O daughter of Jerusalem. Behold, your king is coming to you. He's just and he's having salvation, lowly and riding on a donkey. So he also has salvation. See, your king comes to offer you and I the gift of salvation. But the word also here is that he has it himself. You say, what do you mean he has salvation himself? Well, I believe this is prophetic of Jesus' dying and rising from the dead. See, he's arrested. He's tried after this entry into Jerusalem. He's crucified. He dies, but he's saved from death. In Acts chapter 2. It tells us in verse 26, therefore my heart rejoiced and my tongue was glad. Moreover, my flesh also will rest in hope for you will not leave my soul in Hades, nor will you allow your Holy One to see corruption. See, Jesus himself died and he was buried. 
but he was resurrected by the Father. Peter tells that to us in Acts chapter 2 as he gives that great sermon. And there's great source of our hope and our joy from God raising him from the dead. The firstborn, the scripture calls it. Our king that comes riding into the city is victorious over death. And here's the thing. He'll deliver you and I from death. In fact, the scripture says to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. So, so it's amazing what the scripture says that he, he comes to us and he brings us all these things as he's riding into the city. First of all, he, he's with us. And it tells us that he brings us peace and he brings us life and he brings us a sense of his own comfort. He's victorious. Listen to what it says as he goes on. He says, and this is interesting in this prophecy. Verse 10 of Zechariah 9, I will cut off the chariot from Ephraim and the horse from Jerusalem. The battle bow shall be cut off and he shall speak peace to the nation. His dominion shall be from sea to sea, from river to river, to the ends of the earth. So Zechariah continues not only with what will be at his first coming, but what will also be at his second coming. And let me put it into modern language. He says one day he will bring peace to the world. No more war. Christ will one day rule and reign. There'll be no tanks. There'll be no missiles. There'll be no defense budget. There'll be no drones, no nuclear weapons, no unseen enemies like a virus. Who does this? The king who comes riding into our world on a donkey. And you and I, the, the, the church cries, you know, come quickly, Lord Jesus. When this prophecy was given by Zechariah, God's people were in a time of great calamity, great distress. They were in a situation where they needed the Lord. And this is the story of Palm Sunday. This is the story of, of that we have a, a king. In, in John chapter 12, verse 15, it also tells us when John is quoting this, he says, Fear not, daughter of Zion. Behold, your king is coming, sitting on a donkey, a colt. Now, now let me have your attention for just a minute. Listen. Zechariah says, rejoice, your king is coming. But John, who's quoting Zechariah, says, fear not. So you say, wait a minute. Did John misquote this prophecy? Did John not know the scripture? Did he use a different translation? No, no. Here's what's going on. Under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, John, writing to the church, who's also in a troubled time, makes an application to a current situation. And he says, if you know this king, yes, like Zechariah says, it will bring joy. But that joy will be such that it will deliver you from fear and anxiety. John says he will give you freedom from fear. That's the Palm Sunday message that John gives in his gospel. We get past fear by looking to our king, our deliverer who comes to us. 
We get all freaked out by what's happening right now. What, what can I do? You know, we think about these, the, the very rich. Well, they don't have to worry about their jobs, their income. They, they don't have to worry about where their situation is going to be like, you know, if, if the economy shuts down. Maybe we look at all the hoarders who say, well, they've got all the sanitizer. They've got all the toilet paper. Well, I want you to listen to what, and this is amazing dialogue that we get from Hebrews chapter 13. It says, let your conduct be without covetousness. Be content with such things as you have. For he himself has said, and this is speaking of the Lord, I will never leave you nor forsake you. So we may boldly say, the Lord is my helper. I will not fear what man can do to me. That's a great passage. It's a great passage to memorize in a time like this. It's a dialogue between us and God. God says, I will never leave you nor forsake you. So we say, then the Lord is my helper. There's nothing to fear that man can do to me. See, God says one thing, I'll never leave you. And then we repeat our part that I will not fear what man can do to me. This king is with us on this Palm Sunday and all through our life. Rejoice greatly, Zechariah says. Your king has come. And he's righteous. He'll make all things right. And he's gentle. And he's lowly. And he brings peace. And he brings salvation. And one day he'll rule and reign over, the all, over all the earth. We should have joy, his peace, because his promises are true. Whose king is this? Whose king is it? Is it just the king of Israel? Or is he your king? Here Zechariah speaks to Israel, to Zion. But after Jesus comes into the city on Palm Sunday, in the Gospel of John, chapter 12, there's a very interesting passage of Scripture where John is talking about this very incident where he says, Fear not, daughter of Zion. Behold, your king is coming, sitting on a donkey. And then in verse 20, it says this. During the time right after Jesus came in, it says, Now there were certain Greeks among those who had come up to worship at the feast. These are Gentiles. And they came to Philip, who was from Bethsaida, and they asked him, we wish to see Jesus, these Gentiles did. Philip came and told Andrew, and in turn, Andrew and Philip told Jesus, and Jesus responded to these Greeks. And it's interesting what he says. He says, the hour has come that the Son of Man must be glorified, and he's talking about his death. And he said, if I be lifted up from the earth, I will draw all peoples to myself. And this is an interesting part of this passage that I, I never saw before, but it says this, Jesus speaking about his death on Palm Sunday, he says this, if anyone serves me, let him follow me. And where I am, there my servant will be also. If anyone serves me, him my father will honor. So, so, so let me have your attention. We're just about finished. 
Jesus basically says this on Palm Sunday after he comes riding in and says, your king has come and I will set things right. And I'm gentle and lowly. I, I know where you're at and I've been there myself. I bring salvation and one day he'll rule and reign over all the earth. But he also says he can be everyone's king, not just a Jewish king. And all can come to him. In fact, he says, if I be lifted up, I will draw all men to myself. Why would you not want to make him your king? You know, here we are in this crazy situation in our earth where thousands are dying. Who, who would have ever dreamed, no one ever saw this coming. And I would say we live in some of the most uncertain times I've ever seen in my whole life. And why would you not make Jesus your king? You know, the scripture says, speaking of Jesus, behold, I, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in. Doesn't matter if they're Jew or, or Greek. On this Palm Sunday, he wants to come into your life. He wants to come into your heart. And he wants to give you a sense of peace. He wants to be with you. He understands what suffering is and he brings salvation. So if you don't know him or if you're a prodigal who's walked away from him, I would invite you and encourage you to come home to Christ today. In, in the times that we live in, why would you not come to him? Why would you not open your heart to him and invite him in? You know, the Bible says if we confess with our mouth and believe in our heart that Jesus rose from the dead, that we can be saved. So I would encourage you today to say it with your mouth, which is pretty easy, but then believe it in your heart. Trust in Christ as your Savior. We've got people on the internet right now who are, who are answering questions, who are responding to people. And if you would like to know Christ as your Savior, then just let them know and they'll be happy to pray with you. Or you can call our church office during the week time or tomorrow and let us know. Today is Palm Sunday, and this is when our king came riding in to proclaim himself as Savior and Messiah, and he can be yours today. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Join us again as we dive into the scripture, going verse by verse here at Coastline Calvary Chapel.